This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Well, it's time for Water News with Steve Baker. Steve, the... Our winter snowfall, and it was considerable snowfall this That's year. That's true. Um, keeps giving us more to deal with, uh, I understand. And I've been hearing about that. Uh, talk about that. Yeah, it, it really has in all kinds of ways. Just uh, uh, heard most recently Caltrans is clearing deep snow on Highway 108 at Sonora Pass and Highway 120 going you know near Yosemite. And actually... Caltrans finally reached the summit last week. <laughs> it's a, it took a lot of effort to get there. The strategy they've been using is to use snow casts to remove the top layers of snow. And remember, we had a boatload of snow hit the Sierras. We, we, we see it here. We, there's even more down there in the central and southern portions of the Sierras. They're using a snow cat to remove the top layers of snow. And then they come in behind that with snow blowers to remove the last, say, four to four and a half feet of snow all the way down the pavement. That's the strategy. But, um, you know, in some spots, you find that there are, is way over 10 feet of snow still remaining and melting, and, and so uh, they, they have to wait in those areas. When, when they have done this, they are finding in many places that there's a lot of damage waiting to be found, to be discovered underneath all that snow. Things like, like damaged signs that have fallen over, got crushed by, by uh, the machines or by rockfall or whatever. There's a lot of debris, landslide debris uh, that has to be removed. So, so once the snow is removed, that's only the beginning. Now they, after that, they have to remove all the damage uh, that, that has occurred. We're talking about, from avalanches, we're talking about broken pavement. We're talking about rock berms, signs, just a lot of different things. And as all this is happening, our, our creeks and streams, they continue to fill up with a whole boatload of water. So lots going on. Well, Steve, uh, see if you can figure this out. Uh, water is kind of a strange topic these days. I mean, we're talking about too much water, uh, but we're also talking about too little water uh, at the same time. Uh, <laughs> explain that to yeah, our listeners. Scratch your head on that one. I know it's true. Uh, it's recognized by the scientists and most of our leaders that we're basically in a long-term water decline trend, all right, that is interrupted at times with these short periods of excessive precipitation like what we just went through. I think people, are, our leaders most, most uh, in particular, are, are recognizing that. Well, there are two new California bills that have recently cleared the California State Assembly. Those are AB 1572 and also AB 1573. Now, these bills are meant to curb water use for landscaping. Okay, we're talking about, we're, we're anticipating drought, and we need to get rid of uh, some of those uses, if we can, during those periods of drought. And the, uh, the, low on the lowest uh, use on the totem pole right now seems to be landscaping outside. So... The bill is encouraging the use of more native plants, which we like to see, right? Both commercial and industrial areas. That's the focus, commercial and industrial areas, including parking lots. And also they want to ban the use of potable water for irrigation on non-functional turf. Now, what does non-functional turf mean? I, I'm, I'm not real clear on that. I'm, I'm thinking maybe it's just for cosmetic, for, for the purposes of beauty, that may be the non-functional stuff. Uh, sounds like a golf course is still going to be acceptable. <laughs> That's how I would read that definition. Anyhow, uh, the assembly member, Laura Friedman, she authored both of these bills. She's a Democrat from, from Burbank. Like, not, like, like most bills, 
the changes that you will see from these two bills will start slow and they'll ramp up through time. So right now, well, as of January 1st, 2026, so we're a few years out, we uh, the goal is 25% local native plants are to be used in those areas. And then that will increase to 75% beginning January 1st, 2035. So it's a progression of events, but hey, it starts now by uh, getting these uh, new uh, assembly bills passed. Well, Steve, uh, one thing for sure, uh, that's the fact that our rivers and streams are dangerous right now for, for certain types of recreation that we're used to at this time of year. Can't oh, it's do bad it. News. It's bad Can't news. Can't do it. Yeah, you're right. I, in fact, I just heard of a 22-year-old man who recently drowned in the Kings, Kings River. And uh, I'm sure that's just one of, of many fatalities that have occurred already. The water conditions, they're really deceptive for those of you who aren't familiar with, with these changing conditions. So even though our days can get hot and the water looks mighty inviting, it's really a trap. Do not go there. What looks like slow water at the water surface is actually very fast water at depth. And we have, a deeper, we have deeper creeks and streams and whatnot, rivers, and you can't see that. And you can't fight against the power of water, uh, unfortunately, at times like this. It's a common characteristic for water flows in creeks and streams to be like that. I remember working for the U.S. Geological Survey. We used to measure in the creeks and streams back in Ohio every six inches, see what the velocity was, the speed was of the water. And wow, it's slow at the top. It gets really fast in those mid areas, and then it starts to slow down a little bit at the very, very bottom because of friction losses. So, so uh, yeah, be very, very careful about this. Do not jump in any water right now. The water's really cold, so hypothermia is also a danger that you may not be thinking about. And uh, this water, it's going fast enough and powerfully enough that it's going to wash you downstream. It's turbulent, it's deep, it's cold, and there are a lot of submerged obstacles that can get you entangled in them. So drowning, it's a real possibility. Don't do it. Don't jump in the water right now. Stay away from the edge of the creeks, of our creeks and streams, for just a little while longer. I'm thinking a month or so, but really, it'll be announced. You will hear about it on KVMR and other, other places when it is safe to enjoy our rivers, creeks, and streams again. So everybody, be safe out there. Thank you, Steve. You bet. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker. You can email him with your questions at water at operationunite.co.